welcome back to the NBC Network, the Sales World Channel, and myself, Hurricane H. Another day, new show, new topic, uh, an awesome topic. Actually, something we 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 need to to be aware of. We need to 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 put to practice. I would say, in real life and specifically in business. And my guest today, uh, first of all, she's a podcaster. She is a business coach. She helps people vision and declare their visions and manifest their visions and make things happen to vision boards. And it's something that sometimes it eludes us a lot in the business world, in the corporate world. And sometimes even in life, we can do some of that stuff as well. Now, she provides a lot of work and, and assistance to guide people in the world to actually be able to achieve you know, their targets and their goals and so on and so forth. So without any further ado, I have with me Debbie Sluz. Debbie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Well, listen, uh, yeah, I'm I'm just as excited. <laughs> it it is it is it is a fun topic. I mean, uh, you know, I do have a background in obviously the corporate world, and uh, as a person, I've always had goals, and uh, also like in my business, you know, I'm I have my my vision, I have things, you know, but but really, you know, a lot of people sometimes have issues or they don't get to what they want because they don't have a guide. I would say. You know, so so there's a lot of stuff that happens to us, and sometimes we get caught up, and maybe we work, we just spin wheels, but nothing gets done because we don't have a plan, like a master plan. And your work can assist people. You are helping people get in aligned and making sure that they have that vision, you know, drawn basically, so they have a roadmap. But before we go there, Debbie, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into this particular space, and you know, and then we'll take it from there. Sure. Well, you've brought up a couple of times, and so I just want to include this as part of my introduction even. So my background is in early years, which means I was a childcare director of a multi-site not-for-profit organization. So I answered to a board of directors. I did that for 30 years. But what was really interesting when I first started to explore this idea of vision boarding, and I would talk about it in our friend circle, it, I noticed that the husbands of my girlfriends understood what I was talking about more quickly than it seemed like my my female friends. And I found that interesting was, but then I realized that's because if you're in a corporate setting, almost every corporation, every business has a company vision. And so they have it written on the wall, the mission statement, the vision, and then they'll break it down into either annual goals or quarter goal, quarterly goals. So the whole idea of having a vision just made sense. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm generalizing here, but you know, yeah, that, that idea, that corporate idea of vision, I, I was surprised to find that my masculine male friends <laughs> understood it more quickly. So, uh, but yeah, but really it wasn't <clears throat> about that piece, even though I had done that for my board of directors where I had supported them to create a, a set of core values uh, to help them set goals. I was running like a multi-million dollar not-for-profit organization uh, business, but really it was about the educator herself. And what I noticed was, you know, the, one of the most important jobs in the world, we were talking off before we even got started here about parenting and how chaotic mm. and crazy it can be with kids. <clears throat> one of the most important jobs is, is an early child educator or teacher. But what I noticed was many of my educators didn't have a vision, uh, hadn't really even thought about that before in their lives, and certainly didn't have goals. They were really just coming up, showing up for work every day, picking up that paycheck, like so many people in other occupations as well. And then 
they were burning out. And that was a problem for me as a director because it's costly to, uh, just from a business perspective, to continue to attract the best, retain the best employees. So I really thought I need to focus in on the educator herself. And even though my role was to provide professional development, I realized that the more coaching I was able to do within my job and support her and empower her, inspire her um, on a personal level, that's where I was seeing the this culture, this beautiful culture grow within our organization. Well, that's interesting because I mean, I, I I didn't put one. Of my, I didn't realize that that's where you started. Um, uh, it's it's amazing because you're touching on something that I think everyone watching us thing doesn't matter what part of the world you are, uh, male or female in this case, it's uh, it's irrelevant. Uh, the idea is that we all, as kids, we start with having our own vision of who we were. You know, we want to be in the world, and and you know, we we always see that question like, what would you like to be when you're old, right? Like when you get older. Oh, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be stuff. But how many of us, literally from that age, really manifest what we actually wanted at that age? Now, most of us probably don't and haven't. You know, we do, we want to say stuff, because I think the standard were the doctor, the lawyer, engineer, architect, you know, maybe fire, you know, policeman, you know, so we had those kind of, you know, stuff. But there's so many other things in life. And, you know, no one is like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to be like, you know, a billionaire. I want to be, I haven't heard that one from kids yet. <laughs> you know, maybe in the new generation, I think that now that it's, it's becoming more relevant, you know, uh, in, in, in the world, right. And through social media and stuff, but really that's one first thing, but that that's basically almost like just stating your dream, what you want, right. In life. Now, a lot of things happen from that point on. I mean, there's also a lot of influence that we have through parents, through, you know, society and so on and so forth. So that usually kind of deviates a little bit those thoughts you know and then they're road thoughts they're not really stuff but but the difference is that you you talked about in the corporate world where you're right everybody that has been in the corporate space you know there's a vision you get training sometimes i had actually a ceo who used to actually have make us literally state the mission <laughs> ad hoc he will walk he's like what's our mission <laughs> you know and you have to actually literally like state it like you know just claim it and declare it so that's funny like you know but but it's it, so it keeps you like you know on the same target on the same mission as you know everybody in in the company so you believe in that but you're right a lot of people they get into these roles, but they are not really buying into the concept. So, 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 let's talk about these two components. One is the personal piece of it, like you know how you know we are as humans in general, uh, not adopting this idea in life, uh, and it's something that we sometimes learn if we get into the corporate world and like you know structured companies. And even with that, you know, some companies may still fail that and some employees may fail that. And then, of course, we want to also guide it and take this discussion into the world of entrepreneurship, you know, when you actually are, you want to have your own business, you know, and you have these aspirations of, of grandeur and, and, and success, but how do you go there? So let's, let's break it down. For sure. And, you know, something that you said um, made me think, I hadn't thought about this in a long time, but in high school, you know how, when you, when you graduate grade, grade 12, they ask you to write down a little funny quote or something, you know, next to your high school graduation picture. I had written something down about young and the restless you know you know that soap opera i i was like i would watch it sometimes not so much because i would like the drama and everything but more like the way the women were on the show like the lifestyle and i was like 17 and you know and i actually came from very conservative christian upbringing so like that lifestyle was like beyond where i was at 
But I remember something in my quote was about, you know, being, being an executive like that. And, you know, it's about planting those seeds. So, and it's not so much, did I want to be like that and be in a corporate setting, but no, but I wanted that lifestyle. And you also said something about, you know, parents. And one of the things you talked about earlier about me being a podcaster, what I'm noticing in my podcast is that those that are giant manifestors, and I'd be curious to actually turn the question back to you, oh. uh, is that those that are giant manif manifestors, they all seem to have a common thread in that they had an adult who was visionary. And it's just, it, it, I've just discovered this recently. And I've only started my podcast recently, but like my very first guest was Brian Proctor. His, his dad was Bob Proctor. And, you know, he's like the guru of uh, law of attraction, universal laws. Uh, he's a Canadian. He was in the movie, The Secret. And I mean, he just spoke into Brian's life, but I'm noticing that with every person they're just, and I'm not asking that question specifically, but I'm going to now. And so I actually, I'm just curious. I want to ask you, like, did you have someone that spoke into your life as an adult who was a visionary who allowed you to see what was possible? Yes and no. So not in the exact format as you described it. So, so, I mean, I'm an only child, you know, by, by, but just, I <laughs> think, by design so so there was not a lot of folks in my life you know at least in in the immediate family so it's my parents and my parents were not very super educated and things like that they had, my father had the job my mom was a stay-at-home mom and but my mom specifically i would say i would give her the credit because ever since i was a kid you know she was always she was directing me into like becoming who i am today or i you know, have been literally and she would throwing things at me like you know you need to finish your school you want to go to college you want to do the stuff i want you to be a director i want you to be an executive so she was telling me this without her because that's something that she lacked i guess in her own life right she was not able to achieve those things so she was constantly pushing for me to be that way and literally i i it was like almost my first goal is to make her dream come true as right. opposed to my and literally i worked towards that as soon as i was able to you know finish college got a first job and then i was in, into a corporate space i was working towards that ladder and i made it in less than three years and then you got to see the phase that she made like when i made it to that now of course we're talking just a regular business corporate ladder things like that but there's more to this story when you actually have that drive it takes you beyond i mean i've always wanted to have a business i've always had a business on the side you know and uh, you know now i'm just you know <laughs> aspiring to more and more and, you know, but that's really what it is. But so in my case, that would be the person that I would say, you know, really I admired and I still admire her. She, she, she lives with me and she still backs me up every corner. You know, of course, my wife is 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 on my corner as well. But really, that that was kind of my driver. And and Frank, I mean, yeah, she's not, you know, a superstar or anything. But to me, she was the star that actually gave me that 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 nice little plug. I mean, sometimes people don't even parents may not even introduce that idea to the kid oh do whatever you want whatever they don't right. even care you know so i had that and in in and really i had always that 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 push like you know right i can't i can't you know give up on on my mom's dream i want to make sure that she's happy with that performance and stuff. so it was for me and her and of course my dad was was happy about it, this whole thing because he was a very supportive dad and that was it so that that's my answer so i, was, I love you know, that <laughs> and you know there's so much in there. Like, I think what your mom did was she edified you. So, you know, it's truly about believing. And so you got to step into her belief. 
So as a little guy, you know, like you said, anything's possible to little ones. Oh, I want to fly to the moon. I want to be king. I want to be right. But your mom's like, you are an executive, even though your reality around you, she's a homemaker, dad's at a nine to five, but she's like, you believed it because she did. And so she edified you with her belief, which is so incredibly powerful. So anyone that's parents just realize like the influence that you can have. But then the other thing that she did for you was she supported you to have this amazing self-image. And if anyone wants to manifest in your life, you truly are manifesting your self-image. Everything else on your board is materialistic, which connects to your self-image, but it's who's the man that drives that car? Who's the woman that lives in that home on the lake? Who's the one? Like you need to put yourself into those material things, but it's the it's that like I did with that young and the restless, I saw it was like my self image. It was, I was that woman walking around in pencil skirts, high heels, traveling first class. Do, and that's my life now. Like I get to do that, which is extraordinary. But I already saw her in my mind's eye at age 17. You already saw the executive through your mom's eyes and in that belief and in that beautiful energy that she transferred to you at age seven, eight, whatever like this is the magic i'm so excited that we i've never been able to come at it from this way so thank you so much for uh no, <laughs> this conversation no. it's exciting it's actually thank you for asking because you know like you don't think about it that way but you know since you asked i mean that's really what it was and i can tell you uh early on it gave me the drive of being more independent more executive in my decision even as a younger age i mean she they all she also you know, her and that, they gave me a lot of autonomy to to make decisions and do stuff. They never overwhelmed me in terms of like, you know, although they gave me that that push and that direction and that, that directive or that dream goal, but also on the same time, you know, they give me the reason behind it, the motivation and the support to do it, which is important because, you know, a lot of parents, I mean, listen, I'm a parent and we want our kids to do better than we do all the time. And we want them to not to suffer, not to go through things. Maybe if we can cut them a couple of steps in life, you know, why not? But not all the kids, you know, sometimes follow through that. Sometimes they challenge that that status, you know, like, oh, I don't want your ideology. I want my own, which is fine. And they do. And that's fine. But in my case, you know, I believe that the empowerment that they give me and that whole trust factor that they give me that you are going to do this allowed me to actually evolve into that particular role slowly. So even as a child or like, you know, a teenager, you know, and, and through college, I was independent. I was living by myself. I was doing before even college, I was doing vacations, you know, with my, you know, uh, cousins and we, we were kind of making things even in college, you know, we had a, a program where we had to, to have a, a company created within the college. So it was part of our, you know, curriculum. And, and basically you assign director, you assign, you know, different functions to this particular business. And believe it or not, I was elected to be the director for this business. I didn't, you know, I didn't plan for it, but somehow my energy and stuff, my, you know, manifested in exactly that. And so that was my first director job, if you want to call it that way. But it was really just that, that that goes for anyone that is in college. You get projects, so you're a project lead, or sometimes in our case, it was a project, but it was really you create a business, you give it a name, there's marketing, there is uh, public relations, there is finance, and everybody has a task and you have to direct all this and then you have to execute on the business drive. So it was it was my first experience. And then, of course, uh, for example, I wanted to, to work at Disney and that was where I, you know, my first role, you know, uh, like a first real job. You know, and I wanted to manifest that. I wanted it to happen, and it happened. And I worked towards it. I did all the steps that are necessary to get there, and I did. And I was able to actually get my first job in in the company that I dreamt to work with, and I did that. And then finally, I got into the corporate world, 
And I stumbled into the health insurance space, you know, and it's where the events, how, you know, things are all kind of connected somehow. And you never know what's the next thing that's going to make the next thing happen until you get to where you're supposed to be. And then that's all it is. And then you have, the other thing is that in this life, there, there's also people that come your way. And those are the people sometimes that give you the opportunity. They're designed to actually assist you somehow. And they do. I mean, this, your role, my role sometimes is, is designed right now to help somebody else's life somehow through this talk or through the work you do. And, and it's important that we don't have to discount these people the same way as my mom was one of our, you know, my main motivator and driver behind this. I think there are people also that in our life that do this and they see that you, you know, early on, even before you see yourself, they see that potential, that energy, that the, the dynamic, that the possibilities are there. They give you the opening and I've done the same thing. And, and I, that, that, you know, turned me into another level of leadership because as a true leader, you see that you start seeing talent and you want to, you know, like really mold them into the next leadership, your replacement in essence, or even someone that can be your successors or they can be even your leader. And I've had that opportunity where actually someone I trained became my boss, you know, eventually. So you never know, but these are all things that, that, that happened to me, but I know that they can, you know, be for anybody else, but it started with that small vision of like, you're going to go to this place and stuff. And I've had this actually happening again. I, I did tell the story once. Um, I met this, this, this great retired pianist at a hotel. Cause I was doing an internship there. And this guy was a wise dude. I mean, he, he has, I mean, he had lived his life. He was retired. That's all he did. He played the piano, but he had quite a bit of expertise and experience in business world and stuff. And he actually also stated the same thing. You're going places. You're going to do stuff. Now I say it. Someone says like, you're full of yourself. I, this was, this is the true story. And believe it or not, these little words that you hear. And so if you have a chance to tell someone that, if you see that value, give it to them. I give that. If someone I see, you know, I know you have what it takes to get there and you give them that pump. You don't know what that little pump is going to do in their life and how it's going to motivate them to make more. And, you know, it's amazing that, that these things really happen and, and the impact on them, they stay with you. So I'm giving you stories. Now, I wasn't expecting you to ask me, you know, but you did what a podcaster would do. So, so that's good. But it's good because I think it's an exchange of ideology and, and, and drivers. And really, those visions to me, those dreams became visions, became actually, you know, real planned. And, and from that point on, it was just like, what's the next move? What's the next move? And you're right. You know, you, you want to live a certain lifestyle. Now, that doesn't mean you're materialistic, but, you know, these are like, like I think uh, I was watching uh, a show the other day. I've forgotten the name now. Uh, but but the idea of the show is like, you know, travel, you know, first class, as you said, you know, at least once. So you see what it feels like and then you can work work towards it. If you want to, like, you know, I, I I have a picture of my car and my, my house and on my phone just so I can always keep relating to my prize. This is exactly what I'm working for. This is what I want. I want to do more of this. Right. And so, you know, eyes on the prizes, they say, I want to make sure that I have that. So that's, that's the story. <laughs> it's so amazing. I can't wait for my son to listen to this because it, it I, again, I can't make this stuff up. Okay. So he's 20, he's in two, 3d animation. And I was just talking to him this weekend about what's your vision, bud? Like he's, he's in his third year. Like, you know, his parents were like, okay, buddy, <laughs> you're done with schooling. Like, let's get a job here. Right. But like, what's the big vision? And, and so when, when I started to, to work with him, like I do with my clients, which I don't normally do with my family members. Right. I, uh, you know, we got bigger and bigger and bigger. And he's like, he wants eventually to do his own movie. 
But he also, his dream is to work with Disney. And the fact that you just said that, like, I'm like, what? that's incredible. I, I can't wait to share this with him. But it's, I said, hold the vision. Cause he said, but mom, that's not realistic. And, 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 and that's exactly right. Cause a vision isn't realistic because if you know the how it's actually a goal, a vision is something that's an act of God. It's, it's something that's bigger than you can just accomplish. Like when you started out too, you're like, I want to work for Disney. I had, you probably had no idea how that was going to happen, but it was like, you know, well, you, well, Debbie, just to give you, I mean, this was, I was in Morocco. So this was like even much harder than people would imagine. You know, I mean, there was only at the time, there was only one that was hired for that role. That was me for that year. So, so just to give you how it was difficult, but I, and, and I was, declined an opportunity to actually get that job the first time and I found a way around it and I was able still to get it eventually through a different you know channel not from my university but through the American Center so I I you know there's a will there's a way you have to yeah. find a way for your stuff but you're right it was a vision it was like you see yourself I mean I really and I, I say this today even through through my media is that one of the things like you know some I had an interview one time and I was like what do you see yourself I see myself in the five-year mark the 10-year mark and how big that would look like. And I can see us, you know, with, with awards. I can see us, you know, you know, having that one of those great galas and red carpets and the movies. And, you know, I mean, it's still within, this is not going to be entertainment. This is educational, resourceful stuff. But there is a way to to convert that into film and things. And actually, I'm working towards those things right now. And and you know what? Some people say, like, you're a crazy dude. You know, you dream too much or like you have great dreams. Well, you know what? I always say this, dream as big as you can, scare yourself dreaming. It doesn't hurt. It's free, right? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? It doesn't happen. Well, you're going to work towards it regardless. You're going to yeah. get achieve as much of it as you can. That's still an achievement versus if you have none. So uh, that's just how I go. <laughs> I love it. And I would switch that to say, what's the best thing that can happen? That's and right. so, you know, when, when, when you put it out there too, you said something earlier about people just showed up. Well, the other part of the law of attraction, people often think of law of attraction, like attracting stuff, but you also attract opportunities. You attract people because when you have that vision, there's something that's lit inside of you. Like, you know when you just say, oh, that guy's got good energy. Like you you just, or bad energy. Like, ugh, I don't want to be around that guy. Like that's true. It just, it, you just feel it. And so when you've got a vision and then you've got clear motivation because of goals, people are attracted to you because, you know, people want to help. It feels good to help someone else. Like, have you ever had that where somebody says, oh, I need this. And you're like, hey, I got that. I've got one of those. Or I got two of those. I can give you one, it, you know, whatever it is. So that's the same thing as this is why my company's name is called Declare, is that it's not just to declare it to the universe, but to declare it so that people you're going to rally your supporters, your your neighbors, your neighborhood around this idea, because singly, you won't be able to accomplish it. But when you attract all the resources and everything that you desire, um, yeah, that's when it manifests. And, and, and I have one more story I just want to share with you about a little guy. We, we were talking about kids earlier. And I've done a little mini vision board, which is based on a word for the year. So and for your listeners, if they're like, I don't know how to start creating a vision board, start with a single word, a power word, I call it. And so I led the kids, it was a grade six class. So this little guy would have been maybe 10, 11, maybe 11, 12 years old uh, here in Canada. And 
instead of the normal provocation that I give to the adults. So again, anybody that's following along, if you want to do this exercise, the exercise is if you had, um, if time and money were no object, those are the biggest objections to dreaming big. Like you said, what, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? What's the best thing that happened? If you had all the time, all the money, what would you do? So that's my adult provocation. But for the kids, because I don't know about your kids, but my kids don't care about time. <laughs> my adult kids are starting to, but, um, and some of them really don't, you know, they don't value money or currency. So what I said to the kids was, if you had all the help in the world that you got, that you needed, like all the resources, all the help you needed, what would you do to make the world a better place? Wow. These kids blew me away. But I had it about half an hour into the workshop. The little guy came up to me and he's like, Mrs. Sluice, he said, I don't know my word. I can't just, I can't figure out my word. And I said, okay, let's go back to the exercise. What did you decide? What did you say? He said, well, you know how there's diseases that don't have cures? And I said, yes. He said, I think those cures are in the ocean. I couldn't, like, I was like, whoa. I mean, 11, 12 years old, like kid, you are going places. And as you said, your mom spoke into you. Like I got to speak into this little guy. And I said, you know, I said, it sounds like you're an explorer or an adventurer. He said, I am an explorer. So imagine having that kind of self image, that kind of belief at 11 and 12 years old, because in order to manifest your best life, you need three things. You need to ask for what you want, get really clear on what it is that you want. Most people, you ask them what do they want? They have no idea. They haven't even given five minutes in a day to think about what they want. I don't know. We just got through the holiday season. You know, did, did somebody ask you what you want for Christmas? You're probably like, ah, I got everything. I don't know. You know? <laughs> and second is belief. And I think there's a misnomer. Like, I got to believe in myself. You know, we let ourselves down all the time. The, you know, we're supposed to eat better, supposed to exercise more. We're supposed to, you know, take better care of our skin, whatever it is. So, believing and as you said someone else if they give that to you like you're going places young man or you're you know i can see it in you to to take that belief and the last is being open to receive and so this is the other kind of book bookend to the asking where many of us are not good at receiving good at receiving compliments good at receiving you know uh offers of help we, we just shut it down and so Think about that in your own life. Like, have you exercised this muscle of receiving? Because if you can't receive little things, then goodness knows you're not going to be able to receive the big things that the universe has got in store for you. So ask, believe, and receive. So anyways, this little guy taught me a really big lesson that day <clears throat> around just the power of dreaming big. I mean, he's like, he's going to discover cures in the ocean. So cool. Well, you know, Debbie, it's, it's what you're saying is true. And we have documentation of this in the history every single achievement we have today has been somebody's you know stupid idea for many but it was the idea that changed the world because that's that's a lot of people that says oh we want to fly okay uh, you, humans can't fly well guess what we fly now right we 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 go we we go over you know all over the planet right uh you know there you people you know there's so many like we're talking across you know a couple hours of, of, I guess, distance, you know, in terms of space and time here. And you're right here with me. And people are watching us live. We're watching news all over the world. 
I mean, who had, who told, who, who thought these things? I mean, the phone, you know, we got to be able to talk to people from a distance. And that was like, you know, wow. I mean, we're getting now into holograms. We get into our meta worlds and, and so on and so forth. You know, those were like ideas and people like look for, they frown because they just don't understand it. They just frown about it. And they're like, yeah, well, that's never going to work. You know, they shut it down before they see the merits of it. But the visionaries, they see that. They see it. And I'll give you a good example. This is just for me. You know, when this whole thing with my media started was the idea, it was a, started with, with almost a challenge, but an idea that I had that kind of all combined. Eventually, my kids kind of tuned me into YouTube. Uh, and it was like, well, you should. And I think a friend of mine even said, you should have a YouTube channel. So like, well, I could have a YouTube channel. I could have a media company <laughs> that is that is that is bigger than just having YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. It's just one feed for for the world for me. But really, so I took it to the next level. So again, it's that big, big, bigger vision. You know, you want. I mean, people do podcasts. I create a radio with podcasts. You know, and podcasters and stuff like. So it's just like you know, how can I make it bigger? You know, there's nothing that can say. I mean, I cruise a lot, and you know, if you look at cruises, right. They used to be small when they first started. Now they're like cities at sea. I mean, these things have everything. You know, like who would have thought that that's how the ships will look like, you know, at a point where you could actually have a whole life there. You don't even have to move out of the ship. You can live there for the whole year with everything, all the amenities. And, I mean, and we can go. I mean, we have, you know, in the planes now, you have showers and, and you know, full suites, you know, like in, in the case of Emirates and Etihad and all these, these you know, expensive airlines but but the fact is you have these things people are like i can have that in the area yeah, you can i mean of course you need money but then how do i make the money to do that right and it's you keep vision like you want something how do i go there how do i make it and you're right i love what you said about first you have to be able to give you know that's that's an important piece and, and be able to to receive as well and and that's the other thing no one gets it done without by themselves what I, where I am today has it didn't happen because of me. It happened because of a lot of people around me, a lot of folks that 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 contribute to stuff. Like for example, nothing can happen in this this particular media company without the guests, without the shows, without the podcasters and the work and the content and the ideologies and the visions and their missions in life because it aligns to to our mission here. And then that's what it is. So it's not my work. I'm just I create a platform for people to have a voice and share their expertise to help others. So it's a win-win for all. I mean, everybody's winning. And that's the other thing. When you do it, it has to have value for everyone. And 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 no matter what, as long as you have that and you believe in it, you're going to make it work. At least that's that's my my kind of rule of, of, of world here. And it works. And you know, you're right. You know, you need help. Um, same concept at work. You know, if you, you no one succeeds without a, a team. You know, you're, you're, there's no I in team, as we say, right? It's a whole team. Everybody does a piece. Otherwise, it doesn't work. In the family, same thing. Even families, you know, that don't have a vision together, they don't stay together. <laughs> I mean, think about it, right? If we don't see ourselves like aging and stuff, you know, and, you know, being, you know, that that old couple that is still happening and having a good time. And believe it or not, I see quite a few of those couples all over the world as I travel. And I, I enjoy just seeing them like, wow, God bless. I mean, you know, and I've seen people married 60 plus years now of course we're talking business here but but life is a business on its own you know we sometimes we tend to look at life you know outside of a corporate world as different life is a business of of living and there's a lot more to do it corporate is actually part of that business 
you know, entrepreneurship is part of that. So, so again, that's it. So thank you for like sharing that whole thing. And I love what you said, that kid, you know, that had that vision. You're right. That's a visionary. And by the way, it is true. We have not, we've, we're trying to explore Mars, but we haven't explored the seas yet. <laughs> you know, there's plenty to explore there. There's, there's things that are out there that plants and things like that, that we cannot even, you know, perceive right now and comprehend because we don't even have the technology to go all that deep dive. Right. So there's so much stuff. And that, that kid, I mean, again, you, we talk about Elon Musk, for example, I mentioned Mars, you know, it's a big vision. It's a crazy vision. Can it happen? It can happen. Why not? I mean, if you work towards it, it can. We know the science. We have the physics. We have the technology. We have. We got to just explore it more and stuff. And he's he's made changes to the way we live. I mean, these SpaceX, you know, things, you know, those boosters, they don't stay. They don't get lost at sea. They come back and they get realized, you know. So he changed the way the dynamics of, you know, space travel and going up, you know, from the plane. So, I mean, there's so many examples of these things in life. You know, again, going back to Disney and, you know, I guess, you know, with, with you, by the way, with your son, that is, that is, they will snatch him in a heartbeat because for their, their, you know, uh, animation, you know, uh, group, I mean, they need experts and they have programs, internship programs for those, you know, where you can join and get to practice. And if they like you, they'll keep you, <laughs> you know, that's, that's very, you know, true. And, but, but here's the thing, Disney himself had the vision and people, laughed at him as a matter of fact he was told that he lacked you know imagine uh, imagination you know and he has i mean they actually have a department called imagineering <laughs> you know so so imagine that right you know it's it's that kind of concept like you know people look at you know someone oprah you know had had you know been kicked out of of i think uh, you know uh, a company or a media place where they didn't think that she was valid when now she has you know she's one of the richest women on the planet and she's running you know all kind of stuff you know, and we can go on and on the examples. Every single one of those people, if you go back to the story, they started humble. They started with a dream. And but you're right, it's it's not only dreaming or setting the goals. It's really visualizing yourself. You know, with as as we say, who is that person in the house? Who is that person behind the car? You want to feel that car. You want to feel that emotion. You want to test sometimes that emotion by actually as, as just just do it once. Rent a nice car. Get it. Like I drive a decent car, a nice car, you know, and people look at me like, wow. I'm like, I want it. I work towards it because it keeps me going. This is why I'm doing it. You know, it's not just, you know, just a car. Believe me, uh, you want a good watch? The watch is just going to be the same as a $4 watch. If, you know, I don't know if there's a $4 watch, but it's as cheap as you can get. It's the same thing. It will still give you the same time. But the difference is that is it going to motivate you more to do more and more and more? And that's really, I mean, at least that's how I manifest all these things. So you, you're you speaking my language here. <laughs> I live in that world. Love it. And, you know, another example um, is one of my mentors, Jack Canfield. So he co-wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. Everyone told him he was crazy, like a collection of people, other people's stories in a book, you know, and now there's, I mean, how many anthologies and kind of collective books are there? They're just like all over the place. He's the one who started that idea 30 years ago. I forget how many publishers told him no, but I know it's got to be, I think around a hundred. And um, yeah. And he wrote, he wrote himself a check for him and his wife for a million dollars. And he put that check uh, on his ceiling above his bed. Now that first year he didn't hit a million, but he hit just under it and in, in, in the nineties, um, you know, 900,000 or whatever. So it was like, um, and then the next year busted through that, but also same thing, like people, nobody, uh, believed him. And 
I like to think about it. I keep talking a lot about kids today, but you, you know, those kind of exercises that kids have where you have to find the objects in the picture. So you look at the picture, maybe it's just a group of dogs running around in a backyard and it, all you see is dogs, trees, grass, fence. And then you look at the bottom and you see the key, which has a piece of pizza and it has a sock and it has like a man's tie, a pencil. And all of a sudden, when you look at the key, you all of a sudden see, oh, there's the pizza, there the grass, <laughs> there's the, but it was there all along. And so this is the same thing with life is that that private jet, that, you know, expensive watch, that car that you, it's sitting there, there's infinite abundance and supply there. It's there. It's all there. It's when you get your vision, which is the key which is like, what am I looking for? I'm looking for the sock. I'm looking for the pizza. I'm looking. For... Then all of a sudden it becomes clear. You can see it around you. And without having that, it's like we're blind. And, and so that's the, the most simplest analogy I can use to say, this is why it's so important, so key <laughs> to have a vision so that your, your brain actually rewires itself. So I'm a big proponent of vision boarding. And so it's about that daily focus on what it is that you want. So get really clear on what is it that I want. Uh, and having that daily focus and repetition of thought, as well as emotional impact, those two things are, are what changes our brain. And so repetition is like daily focus. So think about like, if you ever watch like a scary show or read a really involved book, say of, you know, tragedy or murder or something oftentimes that's what shows up in your dreams because your mind is trying to make your brain's trying to make sense of it all well the best time to focus on your vision board is right before you go to sleep to invite those theta brain waves to do its work and for your brain to continue working as you're sleeping i don't know if you've ever had this but i wake up in the middle of the night sometimes like at three in the three a.m with a solution I did last night. I mean, that's just true. <laughs> I, I, you know, literally at three o'clock, I got up and had to write some stuff down for something that I was working on. But, but, but that it's amazing, you know, Debbie, that you're saying this because you, you're talking about, first of all, you know, now we can go into a quantum world because, you know, it, 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 the thing is that if we look at this world just as what it is and, you know, just in, in a 2D version, you know, we don't understand well. This is not even a 4D version, it's more than that. There is plenty of angles. You're talking about whatever words, you know, they stick to your mind. Your subconscious is is conscious. <laughs> you know, it's learning. It's keeping all these things. You, to your point, the more you see things, the more they actually stick into your subconscious and they become part of you. You know, that's where hypnosis, I mean, we we kind of self-hypnotize, uh, you know, uh, ourselves, you know, sometimes by, 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 in general, we have to, to do these things one day and then, you know, day in, day out. And the more you do of that, it stays with you, which means it becomes part of you. And then it becomes your belief. And you're right. If you have it in front of you on a daily basis, in the morning, like you hear a lot of, you know, great talks that, that talk about how you wake up in the morning and say good things to yourself in the morning. You believe. That's the other thing. Believe. People don't believe. when people. If you don't believe in yourself, don't expect people to believe in you. I mean, that's just another thing. People in general are not going to believe in you unless you believe in yourself. Because I've had people say, oh, you're not going to do anything. You're not going to do that. Well, watch me. You know, <laughs> you know, it's impossible. Watch me. I got this. You know, I don't care what people think, you know, whether I'm going to do it or not. I, the only person that you owe it to is yourself. Now, 
you owe it to your world in a way because you're a part of this society. And what is it that you're going to deliver in this world? I mean, we can all come in and leave this world and many do come and go, but there's no impact, right? I mean, there's an, a, a lighter impact. Everybody has an impact, but it's not a global impact or something where you leave a legacy that people are going to be like, whoa, you, you mentioned a few names with something that is changed the world, you know? And so do you want to be part of that or not? Now you can say, well, that's not me. I don't have it in me. And that's okay. That's a choice. So your vision is limited to wherever you want to be. But if you have a bigger vision of that and you can absorb it, I mean, there is a belief that you can only get what you are capable of doing, right? And so everybody doesn't know what that threshold is unless you really work towards it. You push for that limit and you will know what your limits are and you'll be surprised what your limits are. We, we also know that we can only, as humans, we use like a small percentage of our brain. But some of us maybe go a little one half percent better than others, maybe 1% more. And that's enough to make a difference. That's what makes a difference between people in leadership, in, in, in creativity, in inventions, and so on and so forth. You Again, an example, I had an idea that came up. I manifested it. It's an invention. It's, it's patented. It's happening. It doesn't make money, but it doesn't matter. I did it because I wanted it. I still think it has a potential. I just haven't worked it enough. But the idea is that I had it. I, it didn't stay in my back like Everybody got ideas. They are dumb. It doesn't. Everybody has just like opinions. We have quite a few. You know, I have a, a good joke that you might you might probably find funny or maybe not. But but here's the thing. You know how we watched marketing all the time and TV ads and stuff, right? How many of us have actually you know gone to a, a commercial and criticized the commercial before the commercial happened? Like you would go to the McDonald's and say like. We don't like your commercial. If McDonald's opened it to the public, they would never have, and I'm giving a bad example here, but but think of any brand, Nike, you name it, any brand. If they actually selected, you know, the world or gave it like, you know, hey, we're going to do this commercial, put it on TikTok and Instagram, see, you know, what people think, but they would never go through it. You know how many people are going to criticize that? Because everybody's got their own way of thinking about how that should look. It's not going to work. You know, I mean, when you put some ad in, in, in TikTok, if you're in, in the social media now and you put something and have, like you got comments, right, left and right, and they go from one extreme to the other. That's because everybody sees it their way. But if you're not concerned and you're not, you know, focused on stuff, they still put these ads on. We've been actually put, you know, across these ads over and stuff, but only few people made the decision on those. And only the few people that worked on them know about those ideas until they die. And guess what? We deal with them. We don't like them too bad. You just don't watch them. But the idea is you work. So your belief is, is a key tool that's going to make a difference for any one of us. If you don't believe in yourself, nothing's going to happen. Now, when you believe in yourself enough, people start to believe in you as well. And that's the other thing. I mean, the people that care. And that's all you, you have to care about is the people that care, right? I mean, some people don't care, which, which is okay. I'm, I have, I'm indifferent. It doesn't matter to me. You know, uh, I don't have to be in, in like, for example, as, as a leader, I used to say like, listen, I don't have to be liked, you know, business is business, but it's a bonus to be liked. So why not get that, that, you know, from my people, if I can't get, you know, the ability to, to make people, you know, love you and, and care for you, they're going to help you do more and more and more. And you're all going to achieve better as a team. So, I mean, there's so many things that can happen here. So again, I, I mumble a lot. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. I, and something comes to mind is you can never outperform your own self-image. And, and so just as you were speaking, and I also would say there is a gestation period that an idea dies. So I would say as soon as you get an idea, doesn't matter how wild it is, you, and I'm, 
you know, I'm sure you've had this where it's like immediately the saboteurs show up and try to talk you out of it. And it's like, nah, that's stupid. Nah, I'll never have. Write your idea down because writing an idea down, actually you're 42% more likely to manifest it just simply by writing it down. So get it down on paper. Like you did it three in the morning or whenever you did it this morning, writing it down already is more likely to manifest than if you just put, you know, rolled over and just said, I'll remember tomorrow morning. And, you know, and then when you tell someone, so if you were to tell your wife, right, this morning to go, I had this idea, I wrote it down. It's 65% more likely to manifest simply by telling someone else that you trust and love. And that's why it's important to surround yourself with a small group of people that are visionaries like you and who believe in you. And then you're 95% more likely to manifest if you ask someone to help you stay accountable. So that's why, you know, you've got a mentor, you've got someone. So, you you know, when you did that patent, it's like, okay, I'm going to follow through. So I imagine you had someone else, um, you know, it was you, but that you had someone else, you know, help you or say, I'm going to get this done by this month. And then, you know, in four weeks, I'm going to have this done um, that you stay accountable. So those are the stats. And uh, yeah. I hope that those are, those are great odds. I mean, who doesn't want that? I mean, you know, but you know, it's funny. So, so here's my phone and in my phone, I have my notes and actually have all the ideas that I, I've come up with, you know, on my notes. So, and every now and then I'll look them up and see like, which one is now up, <laughs> up for running. And, you know, when I get something, I just write it down. As you said, as a matter of fact, even if I have an idea of something that is big, I actually create it. I get a domain and I create a site for it and it's a, a dormant site. I just have it. So I, I have it and like, I know I can always go back to it. I duplicate the sites, you know, in a new idea and then I switch it. Sometimes there, and you know, and this is just what I do and you know, and it works for me. I know I, I have no problem. I mean, it started like, again, this media started with one channel, you know, with not one idea of health. Right. And then I noticed that there's more to health than what we think about. What we're talking about does impact health today. You know, this is business talk, but who who says that business doesn't impact our health? Everything impacts our mental and physical. All we're talking about now is the ability, is that we we work together. And, and if you have all the stuff working for you, then your health probably is not going to suffer as much. Because, again, you're happier, you're drilling in, you know, I mean, your your uh, your uh, uh, chemical, you know, stuff is working. Probably your brain is operational. I mean, your hormones are working. Everything can be done. And by the way, if you actually work hard, you know, in the you know few years, whatever, a couple of years to build whatever the, the vision and dream that you have, the next thing you know, you're going to have a lot more rest in life and do a lot more interesting stuff. And so, so I mean, there's always, you know, ways to look at it, you know, and some, like you said, I love that saboteur, you know, concept where, but you're right, you know, your mind is going to be like, oh, that's not who you think you are, what's going to happen. And you start, once you get into that negative, you know, spike, you know, and everything becomes like, no, 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 no. You got to start with a yes. Don't come to me with no. Come to me with a yes. And and that's really, that's the other way. You know, you'll see this habit in success, you know, successful people is that it's not a no. Don't come with a no. Come with a solution. The, the, the problem is already there. Come with solutions. You know, I mean, and 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 really, again, to your point, if you don't have that support system around you, your your, your immediate family should be at that first support system. And and that's really what, it, you know, my wife is is. I support her. She's also a businesswoman. I support her. She supports me. We work as a tag team. You know, uh, we're literally, you know, kind of yin and yang with each other who make it work. And 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 it's it's not like you plan it. You work, you find someone that's going to help you with that. And then you help each other grow, you know, together. And everybody benefits. And, and the other thing is, I think 
I mentioned value earlier, but also your mission has to be something noble that 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 really you can thrive on. I mean, what you're doing is helping people, you know, change their lives. And see, you know, to me, that's a feeling that you can't take away from no one. I mean, it's it's an exciting feeling. You, no one would understand that until you're actually doing something that you know is going to help others. You know, you don't get any satisfaction by not helping others. But when you help people, you feel it. It, it just, there's nothing you can do about it. There is a sensation that you get like, whoa, this is exciting. You see the eyes, you see the reaction. You know that somebody's touched. This talk show is going to go somewhere. Someone's going to hear it and may apply a couple of things here. And without me knowing who that person is, I already know that's going to be a good thing. And so I'm happy. And I do this because I know that it's going to lead to that. And and that person is probably going to share with somebody else and so on and so forth. And that that ripple effect just going to continue in, in time. We don't know what that impact is going to be. It's like, you know, you watch those time travel movies and you you make a change in time and everything ripples like you got multiverse. Well, that could happen too. I mean, we can go like in, into that deep dive craziness, you know, and you know, La La Land or, or Woohoo Land, you know, as, as I think you would say, Dave. But but really, that's that's an important piece of life. And we need to actually understand those things. So, Debbie, your work. Now, like we've talked about this, you know, can we just kind of visualize to our audiences what a vision board for them would look like, you know, and like just to give them a little bit more of a perspective, uh, a simple, I mean, I know you said one word, but like, you know, a typical one that that they can design themselves and of course, we we do want people to actually go to your site and deal with you and reach to you and, and you can get them because you do have coaching, you do business seminars, you have your own magazine, you have groups, you know, so so let's talk about all that and then how people can actually, you know, work with you uh, to get better. Okay, so really simply, um, what makes a Dare to Declare Vision Board unique from others that you might see on Pinterest and so forth is that it's not a collage. And so people even will say, oh, it's a dream board collage. So uh, heaven's first law. So I really um, focus on the universal laws. Um, and that truly is like the law of vibration, which is we want to accentuate the feeling of the image. So you want to have space around it. So just like, um, you know, margins or chapters in a book, there's white space in a book that you read because our eye needs a place to rest. So that's the same thing that I encourage on the vision board. The other um, there's a number of protocols, but that one probably the most distinctive and that you can tell it's a dare to declare a vision board and that it's not a collage. The other is that, as I stated before, the number one thing that you want to manifest is your self-image. And so I encourage you to put an image of yourself, just you, not you and your partner, not you and your family, just you and in a happy time. So if that means like, you know, I'm happy I'm making a vision board, then take a selfie, print it and, and post it on your board. Uh, the other thing that I would encourage is I'm old school, which means that I'm not about it being easier to make it digitally. I'm not, it's not easier to make it on Canva yet. You know, as soon as you hear the idea that it's easier, you're probably um, cheating yourself of the emotion and the feeling because it is in the process of discovering the images uh, that you're actually going to um, lean into your intuition and discover what it is that you really want. So give yourself the time. I call it the new spa day. Um, my full vision board experience takes up to six hours. But what's more important than planning your future? All the things that we just talked about, all the things that you've manifested in your life have been because of vision and goals. So this is probably one of the most important activities you're going to do for your whole year. So give yourself the day to do it. Um, 
people also will say to me, Deb, nobody has magazines anymore. That's phony baloney. Um, but if you want to make it easier, um, I do have an online course. It's two and a half hours of content. You can do it at your own pace. It's eight chapters, 30 lessons. It was professionally videotaped in my studio that I have here in Ontario. And it comes bundled with a magazine that's based on the thousands of clients that I've worked with. And people say to me, Deb, it's like you read my mind. Um, and they love it. it makes it very um, easy to locate images, but you can certainly add other ones. Um, yeah. So those are some of the highlights, but there's a lot more as well that goes into this intentional vision board that really works. Uh, and then I teach train the trainers. So I have a train the trainer program because as I was offering this globally, I realized that there was no one else offering it in the same way, uh, based on, um, my, my faith, uh, based on my background, as I talked about with children and my understanding of brain development and also my work with Jack Canfield. Um, yeah. So all of that combined has created this really beautiful, unique proven process that we offer. And so now people are, um, coming into my academy, being certified and using it within their own businesses. So it's truly, it's not a franchise, but it's like a business in a box where it gives new entrepreneurs that head start, that kickstart to hit the ground running for impact. Like you talked about, people want to help other people so they can make a really fast impact that's long lasting, helping people create a vision board, but then they also are earning revenue. And I teach people how to do that too, as a business. Wow. Well, well, I think there's more to it. I mean, certainly, you know, in the corporate world, this can help a lot. I mean, you know, you have learning development in a lot of, you know, these companies that can actually take benefit of that and, and hopefully apply some of these things and assist, you know, in that growth, you know, any company. You know, I, I do want to just to to give you something that I just thought about as you were talking. You know, everybody probably watches the movie in their life, right? I mean, everybody watches a movie here and there, right? I mean, some people say like, uh, I'm not into movies, but I think everybody has seen a movie or a documentary or something. You know, if you think about that movie starts with one idea or, you know, a dream piece that somebody had in them. I mean, I'm going to go Star Wars, go just, you know, nuts. You know, so George Lucas, right? I mean, he thinks, you know, about this this idea of, of a Star Wars, you know, concept and there's love, there's this, that, this politics. Anyways, but if you notice, if you go through the process of filmmaking, there is, the idea that becomes an actual script and it becomes a screen script and then it becomes an actual cartoon concept. So all those scenes actually depicted, you know, and visualized before they even start acting on them. And and that's really what it is. Life is exactly the same concept. We have an idea, we visualize it, we have to put it. And that, that vision board that you said that you have to cut and put things, that's your drawings, you know, where you actually have to, to see it, to believe it, right? I mean, and, and then the rest of it is easy. You can act on it as you see it. And so, so it, 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 it's like amazing when you like, you don't put these things together, but as I hear you're like, you know, it just kind of comes all in one place. I mean, if you listen right now, watch it, probably did not put it together the same way. I haven't, but as we talk about it, it just came all like in light. Like now I understand what that means from the inception to, to the actual delivery execution on it. And it just changes. And then from there, you can have variety of, of, you know, things that come out of it. And that's exactly what happens. So I love what you said. You have the academies where you can teach people. You know, people say there's no magazines. There are magazines and <laughs> you can get yours, right? Uh, and, and you know, there is more to it because now you can actually take what you've put in play and give it to other people and help them make more impact and so on and so forth. Now, you also started your podcast and you're talking about these things, you know, to, to a world audience. And that's really what it is. I mean, we can help each other through these processes 
and basically just align. You know, I think that's the problem. Like, you know, sometimes we like structure, you know, not everybody is organized enough. I and mean, we all kind of sometimes have a little bit of miss here and there. Nobody's perfect. But having these things in place just help us align properly, structurize or structure, you know, our life correctly. And then ultimately we'll have a better outcome, no matter what it is that you do. And by the way, this goes for small or big ideas in larger stuff. It doesn't just happen to be one thing. You can, as 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 an audience, make a difference for you and someone else just by applying basic things. This concept here can be for small and large. I mean, Debbie, right? It doesn't matter, right? You can have a small business. You can have a startup business. You can just do this in personal life. You can do it on vacation. <laughs> How do I vacation with my, my family this summer? Let's just plan our vacation. I mean, there's so many things we do, you know, pieces of it, but we don't put it all in one big, you know, uh, line, you know, timeline. So, so Debbie, what would you tell people, leave our audiences with today in terms of something that they can take, you know, to the bank? And, you know, of course, we want we want them to, to connect back to you as well. Okay. So I would leave you with three words. Be. Ooh. So it starts with your being. Who do you get to be? So back to that self-image. So think about, write it, write it on the top of a page and just brain dump. Who do I want to be? Or who am I? And what's the best version of me? So who do I get to be? Then what do I get to do? So that's the doing, which is the goal setting. And then the have, we can just hold our hands out loosely and see what shows up. And that's the receiving piece. So the have, the abundance shows up. So be, do, and have. And when you put life in that order versus the other way around, which most people have it as what I want to have, what I need to do, and then I'm going to be happy. Mm -mm. Start with the being, doing, and then see what shows up in gratitude for the having, um, then you're off to the races. And so uh, my website is my name. It's Debbie, D-E-B-B-I, S-L-U-Y-S dot com or dare the number two declare.com. And there is um, information about my magazine, the course bundle, as well as the academy, which is um, starting again soon. And so I would love to have a conversation with you. What's the time frame for your academy? Like when someone signs up, you know, how long does it take for someone to graduate? It's just six weeks um, and okay. they receive the PowerPoint assets. So it's truly plug and play. Um, I'm going to help them give them price lists, uh, customer, like where they can find their clients, where do they hang out? How would they use vision boards within their business? So it's very much a bespoke um, type of offering. And um, and then ongoing, there's monthly masterminds with my growing community. We have 42 graduates from five different countries so far in the last three years, and it continues to grow. So it's just part of this beautiful, vibrant community that's offering vision boards around the world. You say around the world, which means that your courses are not confined to Canada or Ontario. You basically anyone can participate, so it's remote, right? Yes. Uh, so, so again, folks, there's no excuse. If we have a need, I think we have a solution, a resource that can help. And definitely, you know, I mean, six weeks is not a, you know, I think it's worth the investment for for any much. It has to be able to do this. So it makes a difference, folks. You know how to change your life. And taking the necessary steps to change your life. And this is just one way to do it. And Debbie is doing an awesome job about it by helping. And I, I, again, as you said, you have a whole community that's out there that you've created. Now, you do have a Facebook group where people can, can mingle, I guess. 
Yeah, it's, it, it's a group online and it's called Vision Boards. We put the action into law of attraction. Ooh, I like that. You know, what? one thing that you said is that, you know, that that B, D, H, right? And you you really put it in the right place because because when you think about it, that's how we do it. We want to have everything. <laughs> we want to do everything. And then we want to be. It's like, it's amazing. Like, no, we can't. You don't think about these things in these terms. Like, you really... I mean, it's amazing. Like when you hear it from an expert, you're like, how did I not think about it that way? But really, that's what we are today. I mean, most of us are in the same place. We want to have everything because we are so subjected to like, you know, you know, you want to have this. Like you said, like when you were 17, you saw all that great luxury life and you want it. Yes, that's great. But that you can't have it before you can be who you Because here's the thing, you can have it all. And if you're not the right person, you're going to lose it all. Yeah, that's the other thing. Can you handle all that? I mean, not everybody can handle sometimes the things that they want to have, right? It's 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 a whole concept. I mean, that that we need to be aware of. But I love your frame. You know, you you have to be who you are. You have to do what is it that you're going to be doing, and then you can as you know you know have whatever you want and invite all that good stuff to come in. So listen, I mean, I you know time flew. I mean, it's 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 been fun. I mean, I you know. I got questioned, which was a good thing. I, I didn't expect that. So that was good. You sl you flipped that on me. But you know what? Listen, I mean, we're here to exchange, you know, ideology with people and help people just see the world differently. And again, as I said, one little thing can change your life, folks. Or even if not you, you might know someone who needs that assistance. And we have it. So I will have the actual uh, link to your website on the description of the show so people can connect with you direct. And of course, you know, uh, the show will be, you know, airing and of course we'll, we'll be sharing that with you as well. So, so everybody can see and get it, you know, and hopefully we can help someone today or many people, I would say on a day-to-day -day basis, one person at a time, as I say, that's all it takes. Debbie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. It was such a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And so folks, there you have it. We had another great hour and, you know, I've learned quite a bit. I mean, you know, I just want to say this. It's amazing, like, when you're having an exchange, it, it, there is no way you walk out of this. Like, I, I know this. I don't walk out of any show without learning and having some new concepts. And at best, it helps me kind of restructure again and again and again. Every time I learn one trick that I tweak, it's like, you know, those are like the tune-ups, tune you know, and the tunes of, of like, imagine you have a guitar, piano, and you got a tune in it. You know, that's what I, I get, and it helps me. And I think everybody the same way. If you get one piece today, from Debbie and another piece from a different show and so on and so forth, you'll be able to actually get more and more, you know, clear on your path and better in, in your doing. And by the way, do check out the podcast. So, so uh, I think, I think Debbie's work is, is worth listening to and her guests are going to be just awesome. And uh, as you heard, so yes, do follow that as well. All right, folks, this is it. American age. It's been real. Uh, it's a true, always a pleasure. And we'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. Bye for now.